This is Cafe Sola and our Lenten devotions for 2020. I'm your host, Christopher Hogan. The text for today is Genesis 3, verses 1 to 21. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I have commanded you not to eat? And said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, Cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman, he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, and he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, until you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The man called his wife's name because she was the mother of all living, and the Lord God made for Adam and his wife garments of skins and clothed them. Genesis 3, 1 to 21. The serpent tempted the woman and Adam to doubt God's word. How did he do this? Did he come up with a brand new message? 
Did he create a whole new mythology? No. All he did was cast doubt into their hearts to question God's word. It was the woman and Adam who then took the word of God and added their own thoughts. Yes, this is the great temptation, to have false belief in God's word. This is the great temptation because when you twist God's word, you twist the message it preaches. God's will is that all come to repentance and be saved. If you leave out the repentance, then you leave out the sin. Then you leave out the need for the Savior, and you eventually leave Jesus out of the equation completely. Yes, when you remove one word from God's utterances, then you remove Jesus. Even though Adam and the woman changed God's word, God did not change his word. No, when they were faithless, he remained faithful because he cannot deny himself. When Adam and the woman changed God's word, he did not change his word, but instead preached it anew to them as he told the serpent that what he did would be overcome on the cross as he bruised Jesus' foot. Yes, the head of the serpent would be crushed by Jesus on the cross. What does this mean? It means that God is faithful to his word and that his word never changes. Only in Jesus is man saved from sin, death, and the devil. Only in Jesus is death overcome and the devil defeated. This is the unchanging will of God. When we are tempted to doubt his word, may the Holy Spirit come quickly to our aid to strengthen us that we may not be overcome. When we are overcome, may the Holy Spirit bring us swiftly to repentance, knowing that our Lord desires nothing more than to clothe us in his righteousness, that we may live forever with him. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this Lenten devotion here on Cafe Sola. And I just ask you to like and subscribe and follow and share and all those good things. And we will talk with you next time. This is Chris. God's blessings on your day.